the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What are we to focus on in prayer? Our ears are to be open to what the Lord is saying to us in his word. It's only then that we can discern what the enemy is doing. Our eyes are to be open to what the Lord is doing. And it's only then that we can see what the enemy is doing. That is the right perspective. If you hear what the Lord is saying, then you can discern what the enemy is doing. If you see what the Lord is doing, then you can understand what the enemy is doing. These are the principles of spiritual alertness and supernatural work. Let's quickly look at these scriptures. 1 Peter 1 Peter 1.13 says, Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully on the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, if you read the previous verses, you will read about prosecutions that these people were going through. Trials, serious trials they were going through. Now, the Holy Spirit says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sovereign, and rest your hope, rest your mind fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's where your focus, your attention, your mind should be. In Hebrews 12, from verse 1 to verse 2, Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin we so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus, is in looking unto Jesus that you will be able to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares you, and you will be able to run with endurance the race that is set before you. This is the way you should understand this. This is the way you should look at it. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside, you will be able to lay aside those weights, the sin that ensnares. You'll be able to run with endurance, looking unto Jesus. It's as you look unto Jesus that you'll be able to do all of that because you know Jesus himself. Look at the glory. Jesus himself, look at the end point. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. It's the joy that was set before him. That's why he was able to endure it. If you know where you're going, if you know the glory that lies ahead, you endure it. If you know what you're going to get at the end of your college education, you won't mind the times to study. You won't mind the things you have to you know, do without at the present time. Because you know the joy. You know the glory. You know the goal. So Jesus, 
was a good example. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Look at that verse 2. Looking unto Jesus. Meaning, take the example of Jesus. Take the example of Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He himself set his eyes on the joy that was set before him. He focused his eyes on the joy that was set before him. Therefore, he endured the cross. He endured the cross. He didn't mind the shame. He despised the shame. He didn't mind the shame. And now he sat down or sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. Very, very important again that we focus our mind on the end points. Titus 2, 11 to 13. Titus 2, 11 to 13. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly. See, we can't get away from this word soberness. soberness. Denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Looking looking for the blessed hope, looking for the end points, looking for the salvation, looking for what the Lord is doing, what the Lord is about to do. That's how we'll be able to live in this present world righteously, godly, and soberly. Again, the Lord wants us to focus on Him alone and not on anything else. This is very important. If we don't, look at this, listen to this. Don't focus on the darkness of this hour. You will be discouraged or even depressed and you won't see the light shining in the midst of darkness. Don't focus on the darkness of this hour. You will be discouraged or even depressed and you won't be able to see the shining light in the midst of darkness. If you focus on the darkness, don't focus on the darkness. If you focus on the darkness, it will get you depressed. That's what darkness does. You get you depressed, get you discouraged and you won't be able to see the light. And remember, you know, the Lord... Because they, the children of Israel wanted to see what the Lord had prepared for them when they were about to enter the land. So they said, can we go and spy the land? Can we go and spy out, spy out the land? Can we see ahead of time? It was not the Lord that sent them or that wanted to send them. They wanted to. And the Lord said, okay, you want to. Okay, go ahead. And uh, when they went there, what did they see? They saw many good things. They saw many good things. But they also saw other things. And when they came back, the people that brought good reports, what did they say? They spoke about the good things that they saw. They didn't talk much about you know, the challenging th things that they saw. But the people that brought evil reports, they focus on the evil reports. They focus on the, on the challenges. Now, we have to be very careful because, you know, bad news make news. You know, again, we get more animated when we hear bad things or when things are not going well. Good things don't seem to excite us and lead us. Let's not be like that. God wants us to be excited about what he is doing, about the light, about the good, the positive. God will amplify the positive. Because if the positive is amplified, the negative becomes nothing. But as humans, we have the tendency to magnify the negative. That's why we have a tendency towards negative reinforcement even in life generally you know what negative reinforcement is you mention and talk about the bad stuff the failures we all do that 
But when we see good things, oh, it's normal. It's okay. We don't talk about them. The Lord wants us to, you know, emphasize, amplify the good things. It's a better way. Amen. Don't focus on the gloom of this hour. You won't be able to see the glory of God. The Lord brought them through the wilderness journey with what? With his glory. The shining of a flaming fire at night time and the cloud during the day. Basically the same thing. It's just that in the night it shines. In the day is a cloud. Again, his glory brought them through the wilderness. It's his glory that he wants us to see, to focus on. Don't focus on the increase in sin and sinfulness of this present time. Don't focus on the increase in sin and sinfulness of this hour. If you do that, you won't be able to tap into the grace of God that overcomes sin. As the scripture says, where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. Don't focus on the trouble of the present time. Don't focus on the trouble of this hour. You will be troubled. And you may even be traumatized and paralyzed that you won't be able to even move forward at all. So don't focus on the trouble of this present time. The need of the hour. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 to 11. And uh, see where the Lord takes us. 1 Thessalonians 5. That's one of our texts. But concerning the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so, so that this day shall overtake you as a thief. You are all sons and daughters of light, sons of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. Let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. Let us who out the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you are already doing. Amen. What should you comfort each other with? What should you divide each other with? Is it with the bad news? No. Is it with the truth that it's night time? Is it with the truth that it's dangerous? No. It's with the truth that there is salvation in Jesus Christ. It's with the truth that the glorious day of the Lord is coming. That is what we watch for. That is what we watch for. We watch for what the Lord is doing. We watch for what the Lord is about to do, not what the enemy is doing. Again, looking at this 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 to 11, it says, you know, many you should know, we should know, you should know. How do you get to know? By listening to the Lord, by the light of his knowledge. That's how you get to know. Remember again that the definition of light is what reveals. Anything that reveals is light. Light reveals. So light reveals darkness. You need light to know dark, to know what is darkness. So the Lord wants us to focus on him. He is the light. 
on his word. When he says, watch and pray, what are you watching for? What do you watch? What do you used to watch? You need more than eyes to watch. What, do you, what else do you need? You need light. You can have eyes that see. But if you don't have light, you can't see. And that's light. Is the word of God. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's in the word of God that you see light. It's in his word that you see light. The entrance of your word gives light and gives understanding to the simple. It is the word of God that gives you light. So you need the word of God. Without the word of God, you don't have the right perspective of things in this life. Yeah, you know this, you know that, you, you've been to school, you have this, you have that. Much more than that, you need the light of God to direct you. The word of God to guide you. Because that word knows you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.